everybody. What is up? I cannot believe it has taken me this long to get my second podcast out. I guess I have just been so busy. I've been to a wedding, which was so incredibly beautiful. Um, and I've just been really working on business stuff, kind of pivoting as always, really figuring out what I want to do. But exciting news is that I published a creatively balanced magazine. So it really encompasses everything that I have been trying to bundle up. And I decided that I think a magazine is the best way to do it. So not only can I talk about my home decor and styling tips from my interior design background, but I can also talk about food and recipes and health tips and life advice and things about balance, which is what I've been promoting this whole time. And I kind of go over the five tiers of balance, which starts with self, spirit, relationships, health, and your work-life balance. And so I'm going to use the magazine to talk about all five aspects and, you know, break it up in a way that people can read and kind of just explore the magazine. But I'm super excited. And I also really want to use it as a platform to give other artists and other entrepreneurs a voice. So I'm going to have a couple different people on my next magazine. I really want one of my good friends, Emily, to come on and talk about some of her journeys with health and nutrition. And I have some cool entrepreneur moms that are going to come on and talk about their life. So I'm very, I'm very excited. I definitely want to use this as a platform. So if you're out there and you're listening and you are an entrepreneur or maybe you're creative or you just have a story that you want to share that you think will inspire other women, reach out to me, send me a DM. I would love to feature you. Well, I came out with a few new DIYs that you guys should go check out. One is a cute little yarn pumpkin idea that I saw where you take styrofoam balls and you wrap them in different yarn. And I thought it was a really great way to add a touch of softness to your home. My home kind of has like a boho style and I also have a cat and I just, I don't know, I I love the real pumpkins, but I really wanted a little centerpiece that was more soft and I think I'm going to take just white pumpkins in this kind of old white yarn. It's really beautiful, kind of dusty white, and just create a centerpiece with that. It's kind of modern, boho, and I don't know. I'm really excited about it, and I love it, and you guys should go check that out so you can add that to your home. I am also doing a few new tapestries, so I'm going to try to have that out as soon as possible, but the next one is going to be a fall-inspired tapestry where I play with some colors and it's not just a, a, a usual macrame piece. I think it'll be really fun and can add a different touch to your home, especially using colors, and you guys can use whatever colors you want, so go check that out, but oh, my favorite DIY that I came out with was my cat macrame 
hammock. So my cat Kona, when I first got her, I wanted to create a little cat hammock at a macrame because she's so tiny and so stinking cute and I just thought she would look adorable in it. And I made one and everybody loved it. Everybody wanted one. And I realized I couldn't physically make as many as I think people wanted. So I just wanted to teach you guys how to make your own. So that's out right now. I think your cat would love it. Kona's absolutely obsessed with it. She runs from the sofa. I have it on the back of the sofa because she likes to play around up there on the ledge. So I just kind of put it behind the sofa in the corner. And so she can hang out with us and watch TV. But she will run and leap into it. And she doesn't enter from the front where a cat is supposed to. She dives through the little macrame diamonds, you know, the webbing part of it from the side. And she's like a ninja and she goes straight into it. But she absolutely cracks me up. I think it's her her favorite place. So if you have a, a cat or if you have a friend or a family member who has a cat or maybe a new kitten, I highly suggest trying this out and going and making your own. I think it's, I don't know, it's just the cutest thing ever. And I actually had a photographer reach out to me and say that they were interested in using one of those for um, a baby, for a baby photo shoot. So there's an idea. I thought that was really cute and I might might try to make modifications to it so people could do something like that. I mean, how cute would that be? So let's see, on other news, I do... I guess want to open up to you guys about some other stuff I've been going through just personally. And I think it's another reason it's taken me so long to come out with my second podcast. I mean, I have just been really struggling with, I think, imposter syndrome and figuring out what this business is that I want to do. And I, I really struggle with ADD, like I'm super ADD and anyone who knows me probably will tell you that. Um, and I was on ADHD medication as a kid in school and I know that it really, really helped me back then, but it also left me extremely tired and um, I guess I just kind of, I mean, it helped me with school, but then I felt really depleted by the end of the day and I, it left a bad taste in my mouth after I stopped taking it. So I was really cautious all through college, even though I felt like I would really need it at times. I'm kind of super hard-headed in a lot of the ways um, that I mentioned before with how I had to find balance with you know, going too hard at the gym or taking something too seriously with a diet. Um, I kind of was headstrong on the fact that I didn't need medication or I could push through and focus on my own, which I I did most of the time, but I think it mentally left me so exhausted. And um, my mom actually was telling me that she read this article, or I think it was a podcast actually, where a woman talked about a doctor visit that she had with a psychologist and she too is extremely ADD. It was hard for her to focus, but she would go through really big ups and then really big downs in life. And, you know, she thought she might be bipolar, but the doctor 
said that he really believes that it's her ADD that was causing this internal stress for her. And she would get really excited about something and pursue it. And then her mind would kind of wonder and she would lose the ability to stay focused on a project. And then inevitably she'd get kind of lost in her life and it would make her depressed. And I, I realize that's true with me. I mean, I would get so excited about an, an idea or a painting or something I was working on and I'd have all this motiv- motivation and then all of a sudden, you know, my, my brain, I like to say it often feels like a hamster on a hamster wheel and it's just going full speed all the time and that is really what I feel and it's hard for me to sleep. I have to take, you know let's see, melatonin and magnesium. And, you know, I, I struggle just to get to sleep and stay asleep because I think my mind is always going. But as an entrepreneur and as, you know, someone who's now trying to get, you know, grip on the ground in momentum with my business, when you have an idea or you have a vision you really have to stick with it. And I talk about this um, in my magazine as well about shiny object syndrome. And it's it's a real thing. You can look it up. And I have the definition of it in um, my magazine from entrepreneurs.com. But really, it's like a, it's this disease of distraction. And if you keep bouncing from one idea to the next because you're just, you know, you think something's bigger or greater, um, it really inhibits your ability to get going and and stick with something and find success, especially as an entrepreneur. So I I find myself battling with that on top of the ADD. And in all honesty, it's kind of a reason why I didn't come out with my podcast because I just didn't know what I wanted to talk about. One day it was this, the next day it was that. And I just, I was confused. I was stressed out and it left me depressed. And So I have finally decided to get back on a very low dose of my ADD medication. And let me tell you guys, I feel like a whole new person and I am not one to promote this stuff. You know, I was always like herbs, natural, which I totally still support. And I think herbs and natural medicines and meditation and all of that is so great. And if it works for you, awesome. But I think for me, I just needed a little boost. I needed something extra and I don't think it's something I want to stay on long-term, but I think in moments in your life when you're either starting a new business or maybe you're going through like a depression, something you just need a little help. You know, I like to say it's almost like you're in the a bottom of a well and you just can't get out on your own and you just need that hand to kind of pull you up, pull you out of it, whatever's going on in your life. And then once you're on your feet again, you know, maybe get back off of the medication and find natural remedies or natural alternatives in your life that can kind of keep you going. So, um, you know, it's been hard for me to accept that I'm like back on my medication, but I'm feeling so good. And I think it's really benefiting my business and my mindset overall, and I'm feeling inspired and happy. So, you know, if this resonates with you and you kind of are against medication, but you think it might help, I say, go for it, give it a try. If you don't like it, you can just quit it. Just stop. But, um, it's been working for me and I am very excited about it. So, okay. 
Well, what else can we talk about? Let's see. So, oh, I am having a candle making workshop coming up. I found out that I can make my own candles. I mean, everybody knows that. But then I got really excited when I thought I could make my own pumpkin spice candle and my own holiday candles because let me tell you, candles are expensive these days. I mean, I went into Target and anthropology and you know of course anthropology's candles are going to be super expensive but even like at target it was twenty dollars a candle and i was just you know your girl's on a budget and that's kind of all my design tips by the way like my diy decor i mean i'm at walmart y'all getting dollar pumpkins and trying to make it look great and i'm actually very proud of myself i think it looks what i've put in my magazine. I think it looks really good. And I want to share with everybody that, yeah, you don't need to go buy fancy, fancy decor. But um, anyways, back to candles. Yeah, they're expensive. And so I have decided to start making my own and I'm going to host a workshop and teach you guys how to make different holiday candles. And the workshop I'm going to do is in person, but I'm also going to record one and have it available for you guys on Zoom or as a download, but that will be in my Creatively Balanced Facebook group. So if you're not already joined, go ahead over there. I'll link it in the show notes, but go join, be a member. I'm going to put all my fun videos up and free DIYs and little um, lives and all that good stuff in there. So go check it out. But yeah, I think it's a great gift. It's a great little thing to do with your friends on a Saturday night. Grab some wine, make some candles. Don't drink too much wine because you can burn your house down making candles. I know that as a fact. My mom actually told me she almost burned her entire... No, she did burn her entire kitchen down making candles when she was 12. So yeah, be careful on that. So limit the wine, but have fun and definitely go check that out when I'm done with it. So... Is anybody else just itching to get out and travel? Because I sure as heck am. I had a lot of plans for this summer to travel before coronavirus and COVID and all that, you know, before everything hit. Um, I was actually supposed to be in Bali this summer and studying with an architecture firm out there that works with bamboo. It was something I was super excited about. And then I was going to go travel the world. And I think I talked about this in my previous um, podcast, but I met the love of my life and we have a cute little home together and a cat. And I'm, I love our little family, but all those plans have drastically changed. And as much as we want to go to Bali and Thailand together, I just, I don't think it's something that is in our near future. So I am definitely looking to scratch the travel bug without one spending very much money because now, you know, everything is very tight. So I talk about this in the magazine as well. There's like a little travel guide section, but I found two really cool tips. Um, The first is called Hip Camp. It is like an Airbnb, but for camping. And you type in the area that you want to go camping in or the area you live in and you type in what kind of camp spot you want, either if it has amenities or if it's for RV or maybe it's glamping. Um, 
and you can adjust like if it's free or how much you want to pay and they'll show you all the different spots available and you can either reserve a spot through them or if it's just open land, you can go there and check it out yourself. But I think that's an awesome idea because one, camping is can be free. It's out in the middle of nowhere. You don't have to be around people um, if you are trying to socially distance and I think sometimes it's just daunting to try to think of a place to go camping and if you don't feel safe about it or you don't know where to go, you can just end up not doing it. So this is a great uh, resource to go use if you want to do that. And the other one is, um, what was it? Hip Camp and... um, Oh, it's all trails. I I don't know how I forgot that. This is actually an app I've been using forever. Um, it's a it's like the same thing. You can kind of it's a hiking app, so you pretty much just pick the location you want to go hiking in. You can customize the length of the trail that you're trying to hike, the how hard it is, and you can even pick like, oh, I want to go see a waterfall or I want it to be dog friendly or I want to see wildflowers and um, they'll find the perfect hike for you and you can go do that. So that's another great resource. But just in terms of like ways to get out, I mean, fall is coming and there are websites that can show you when the best foliage is going to be available um, and like what parts of maybe your state is going to have the best leaves and when. It'll like even break it down within a, a week span so you can be like, okay, this weekend, let's go drive out, you know, maybe drive, take a two hour, three hour drive and just go up to the mountains and drive through the foliage. I mean, it is beautiful. I went to Tennessee a few years back and I almost got whiplash. I mean, thank God I wasn't driving, but it was, it was gorgeous. Um, there's lots of hikes out there too. So that's a great way to get out, you know, hang out outside for the day, just take a drive. Um, and of course there's like all the things to do for fall, pumpkin patches and picking apples and all those things. So even if you don't go travel, there's a lot of outdoor activities to go do this fall. So go take advantage of all those fun things and post pictures. If you're in my Creatively Balanced Facebook group, I want to see all of it. I want to see all the fun and all the pretty leaves. So post your pictures. All right. Well, let's see. On another serious note, I want to talk to you guys about eating disorders and anxiety and it's something that I've really been struggling with again recently. I think it's just the anxiety of every, maybe it's just the stress I've been going through in my life with business stuff and all the other problems I was having. Um, It's something that I struggled with pretty prevalently in my past and as much as I'll have a long period of not having any anxiety towards food, I've definitely been noticing it a lot recently. And I I decided that I am going to use this platform to talk about that and those issues because I know it plagues a lot of women, not just myself. And it is a really big aspect of my life. I am always eating as healthy as I can. I have been thinking about health and nutrition and ways I can still eat my treats and, you know, keep it healthy. And that was a huge point of finding balance in my life was through eating and through food and overcoming my 
terrible relationship with food. And so I don't know why I wasn't even planning on talking about food or eating disorders on my platform, but it's something I am definitely going to be shining light on. It's something that, I mean, recently, I don't, I don't know why I've been having such intrusive thoughts, but, you know, even as, even if you are overcoming an eating disorder or you overcame one, sometimes it's, even if, you know, you don't do the things that you were doing before the anxiety that initially sparked you to have the bad behaviors, sometimes that anxiety doesn't really go away. And you might know how to not follow through with the bad actions like not eating or, you know, if you're bulimic or whatever, but um, the anxiety part is hard to navigate. And that's what I'm finding with myself. I mean, for example, Jordan and I went out to a Mexican restaurant the other day and I always order a skinny margarita with light agave. And I saw the bartender put in um, a pretty big amount of agave. And I just, I felt the anxiety within myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't, I can't drink all that. And I'm not going to be rude and tell her to remake it. I mean, that's just, I couldn't do that. But I ended up making Jordan drink half of my margarita. And then I was, I was mad because I paid for a full margarita and I didn't even get to drink the full thing. And I, on the way home, I was Googling how much sugar and how many calories are in two ounces of agave. And Jordan's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm freaking out and why I care about this, but I do. And, you know, with the season changing and you want to have all the baked goods and stuff, I think I've been craving sugar a little bit more. And I always crave carbs more when I notice it's the season's changing and it's getting a little bit cooler outside. And when I just, I didn't feel like working out for a whole week, pretty much. I mean, I had pushed it really, really hard uh, a week before. And I talk about this in a previous podcast, but you know, that was another thing is I would, I'll push myself way too hard and then I have to recover for a few days and that's where I'm trying to find some other balance. But, you know, I, oh yeah, I put a story out. That's what it was. I put it out on Instagram stories. I talked about how I was going to go to the gym on Wednesday and I had promised myself I was going to go every single day that week. And I went Monday and Tuesday. And by Wednesday, I, I ended up falling asleep in my gym clothes, never made it to the gym. And you know, I told you guys, I was like, all right, this means my body does not want to go and I'm going to rest and recover and I'm going to respect that. And even if I don't go, it's okay. I'm going to give myself grace. And I, I do believe that. I believe that if you, if your body says no, you should respect that. And so I did, but the anxiety aspect of not going and, then it sparks this terrible mindset of like, well, I'm not allowed to eat these certain foods if I am not on my normal gym routine. And that's a really bad habit I'm overcoming. So I'm currently working through different tips and tricks and, you know, different mindset changes that I really want to talk to you guys about and share my journey with how I'm going to try to overcome this anxiety and truly step into the person that I want to be regarding my 
food relationship and my anxiety. So definitely going to be talking about that a lot. And if you guys relate to this, I'd love to open a discussion on the Facebook group. And if you have friends or family who may be struggling with this, send them on over to the Facebook group. I really want to create a safe space for us to talk about these things. I I really believe a lot of the time it's hard for girls who are not showing physical symptoms of eating disorders, like they're not super skinny or maybe, you know, they're not the girl who doesn't eat in front of anybody and they're they seem totally normal, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But really in their heads, they can be struggling with an extremely unhealthy relationship to food or exercise, working out. And that is more common than not. And it is an eating disorder, whether it's, you know, truly categorized as one or not, it is. And it's something that you can work on and overcome and you can live a much more happy, joyous life with a healthy relationship to food. It is something that as I, I've come a long way and I am definitely happier, I am able to enjoy my time more, but it is still a journey for me and I want to bring you guys along on this journey if you struggle with it. So yeah, let's let's talk about it. Let's create a, a community, a space. And yeah, that's all I want to say about that. I'm I'm nervous and excited at the same time. Okay, well, I got that off my chest. I'm glad I said it, even if it was a little rambly. Um, yeah, all right, guys, I think that is about it. I am, I'm glad I got this out for you guys. I hope you go check out the magazine. It is full of lots of fun things and tips and tricks. I have some relationship advice, home decor advice, the travel guides in there. I have a delicious pumpkin bread recipe with a maple glaze on top. Go grab that. And if you haven't already, join the Facebook group. I cannot tell you how much like everything is going to be there. That's why I'm going to post all of it. So go join and share this. If you guys have a creative friend or a crafty, you know, your craft partner or your mom or whoever, you know, send them my way, share the magazine, share the links. And yeah, I think just spread the love. So I will see you guys Next week, I promise I will try to get a new podcast out in less than, I don't know, what was it, a month? I, I don't know. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day and rest of your week. And that's it. Bye, guys. <laughs>